You can have all the Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio podcast with our new app. Just search your app store, uh, Apple, Android, Kindle. We don't care what you use. Search the app store for Explorations Early Learning. Download the app. Give it a try. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Hey, welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. We're talking today. We're talking We're talking about... Last week we talked about, uh, hey, kids, go go play. Have some alone time. Be bored for a few minutes and figure your own thing out. That's good for you. What are we talking about this week, Heather? Kind of the opposite. We were talking about making the parents go away last time. Now we're talking about how to get the parents to show up. Ah. <laughs> this is not maybe um, in the children's play area, but it's, it's, it's in terms of how do you get parents to come to parent education nights if you're a preschool program or early child learning place that that wants that has wonderful information to share and it's hard to attract that parent of young kids crowd because face it we're busy in the evenings mm-hmm. so how do we how do we do that well there's all kinds of um, frustration out there, I think. I've, I've been asked a lot of times, how do you get the parent crowd to show up? And I just wanted to share ideas that have worked in, in various programs, and maybe um, if this is something you're frustrated with, um, you might be able to get some ideas. So starting with my childhood preschool, um, they have a parent education night to start the year, and they they make it fun because they have Almost the whole thing is skit. <laughs> and they do role-playing. The teachers get up and do and pretend to be four-year-olds and three-year-olds. And um, p- p- Part of the reason they started this was to introduce the very unorthodox ideas they have, including the boxing matches, wrestling matches, not sharing toys, mm-hmm. all those things that, if you followed my books, are described in there. But for people with uh, a brand-new little one, it these ideas can be rather different. And so by introducing them in a skit and seeing how it works, it's, um, it's a, a great and fun and not in threatening way of, of educating the parents. Um, they get pretty good show for that, I think partly because it's a short evening, it's right at the beginning of the year when everybody's excited, and it has a lot of comedy to it. However, doing... Um, and doing programs throughout the year, and you know, parents need a lot of support because we're not born knowing how to parent. Most of us, mm-hmm. um, and and so sometimes the support that we really need is right there. All the expertise is right there, hovering in front of us, and yet we don't make it a priority because we're really busy with the kids at various times of day. So another thing is to, when you have parent education, make it. Um, Make it valuable and make it accessible. And valuable can mean charging a small amount of money because, I mean, it could be $3, it could be $5. But if if people pay a small amount of money, they're more likely to think it's valuable. Yeah, they've they've invested something, even if it's just a small amount. They've invested something, even if it's a small amount. And if people sign up and pay some money, they're much more likely to show up. It's just human psychology. Uh If you've bought a ticket to see a show, you're more likely to go. Yeah. 
um, then, oh, that's a possibility, but I'm tired tonight. So signing up ahead with a small amount of money and giving it value, but accessibly is offering um, some programs offer child care. Uh, there's only limited spots usually, uh-huh. but the parents are, they have kids. Not everybody can dump them at grandma's and grandpa's or wherever or afford the sitter or find a sitter. So having some on-site child care available um, and, again, they might have to pay for it, but it's there and it's during the hours that the program's going on, that can make a big difference um, in getting people to show up. I know it has with me when I've um, gone places and they announce there's child care. I think, yippee, I can do it. You know, (laughs) because if your partner's out of town or if you don't have any family in the area and you're really on your own, um, and if you're trying to learn and you don't really want to hear you want to ask questions about your own kid, and you don't want them in the room with you. I mean, it's polite not to have them in the room with you. So um, having on, on-site child care can make a world of difference. One, one that I know of, one program, um, Tacoma Park uh, Cooperative Preschool in, uh, in uh, right outside the D.C. area, they um, apparently have annually, as, as the, the year is gearing up, and I mean, they're, they're a co-op, and so parents are involved in, 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 in the program to, to a great extent, but I, I believe they have a, a bonfire uh, get-together type thing at the beginning of every year, and, and they're, they're there's food and there's wine and there's fire and hey as as far as I'm concerned we're all still hunter gatherers and anytime you get a chance to chat around a roaring fire with food and drink uh, people are going to show up for that and and they've had uh, um, from what I've heard really really good success with that and I think they have things set up so the kids kids get to be involved um, or, or, or you know are kind of over there while the adults are doing their thing, but it turns into a family thing as well. So, so those kind of things, food, drink, and fire, I think, are the the big food, the drink, big and buy. fire key <laughs> ingredients. <laughs> well, and I don't want to harp back to money, but money really does talk. So, um, um, out in California, I know that there's at least one program, a co-op again, that will fine the parents if they do not show up. Oh, it's quite sizable. Could it be $100 a time? Uh, but it's, it's in a sizable amount that you are expected to show up and participate in at least two, three, I uh-huh. forget the number, of parent education nights. And if you do not show up, you will be charged this extra money on your tuition. I, I dig that one. And boy, does that one work. And, you know, and if you don't, if you show up, maybe it's a free thing that they show up for, but if you don't show up, you get fined uh-huh. a sizable amount of money. And so it's it's beneficial because you you have this negative incentive, but you also have such wonderful learning opportunities because you're gaining a lot. Yeah. Okay, I'm tired. The kids are grouchy. I don't want to go out tonight, but if I go, I will be making my life better because I'll be learning things that I can immediately put into practice the next day and make family life so much smoother. And so as we've been talking about this, Heather, it's got me thinking, are there... I. I think with social media as big a part of a lot of people's lives and, 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 and younger parents probably especially, is there a way we can get them to show up by, by not showing up? Um, I, I, I'm talking about, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm talking about the, using social media as a way to, to do the thing that you'd be doing in person. Um, and I, I get I, I think in person is always 
always so much better. Um, and if they're not going to show up for the in-person thing, is there a way we can get them the same information online? Or what are your feelings about well, that? I mean, there are ways, such as they could listen to this podcast or other podcasts. They can read blogs. I mean, I have a blog. Many people have blogs. So, But I think that the, the quick little social media stuff can be, there's a lot of misinformation, too, that isn't helpful that goes round and round. Uh -huh. So it depends. Um, you know, pick your people carefully. There's some wonderful folks giving advice on blogs and, and other online places. But you do want to... Um, you do want to really trust the source. Yeah, yeah, and so. that's why I'm thinking, you know, programs could take the same information they would be sharing um, at an in-person event and figure out ways to share that where where, yeah. the, where the families already are, on Facebook and on Instagram and on YouTube. Um, yeah. Because if that's the only way you can get the information into their their hands and their heads, um, that's right. better than, than right. nothing, Right, so a program that trusts a certain philosophy could share certain videos and you know youtube videos and, and 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 people can package things up and share it that way um the thing that's nice uh, um and you're right parents are there <laughs> they're there once the kids are in bed and they're up late and they should be getting sleep themselves but that's where they are is on the computer um but the, the, the I, in person I, is there's so much you can go a lot well, deeper with when you're in person i think i think it's yeah it's it, Parenting is an in a, a, a reality a reality show. You are there in person with a child with really big feelings and, and frustrating parts of them that you just wish would work a different way. And so we turn to the online sources to fix this real life problem, uh, not problem challenges. Uh -huh. But sometimes, um, and we can get good ideas from that. I think that sometimes taking real life situations and meeting those in real life with your real life emotions and your real life challenges it can be the most helpful. I know that when I answer questions for people, if I'm seeing their body language, it's a lot easier for me to give an mm -hmm. answer that will be helpful than it is um, if somebody sends me a message in, in the yeah. online world. Yeah, and I mean, and even... Even that whole that that event you do when you have all the uh, all the parents show up for back to school night or whatever it is, that might not even be as valuable as the six minutes you spend talking to the parent at the end of the day about the situation they're dealing with. And so those those little moments of of one on one conversation that you can can create with them. Maybe maybe for some parents, that's the thing they really need to show up for, not the big event, but the those small small personal conversations where they can they can uh, can vent and and ask for advice and 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 get some support because you know parenting it's a it's a tough gig and uh, and and any way we can offer offer parents a little bit of information here and there is a good thing. I'm also a big advocate of getting parents um, shadowing people that they admire their parenting. So if there's a parent that, um, I mean, I've watched people across the room at a doctor's waiting room and think, wow, he's really good at, he has a real, really good way of interacting with his kids and great emotional intelligence skills. And, you know, if there's someone like that that you've noticed, a friend of yours, somebody in the neighborhood, um, it's a, you know, 
attach yourself to them. Ask if it's okay if you say, wow, I'm struggling with my child and I really admire the way that you interact with yours. I, do you mind if I hang out a bit and watch? Because... I mean, it would be flattering if it's not if you're not annoying to that person. But being in the shadow of somebody who who feels confident and has some ways that work is is such the such a wonderful way to pick up these skills yourself. Oh my! So maybe it's your in laws that that have these skills. Maybe it's a neighbor. Maybe it's the teachers at your child's preschool program. So if you're running a program. If you're comfortable with this, invite the parents in individually, not en masse, because it's the individual invitations that really make people realize, mm-hmm. oh, she's talking to me. <laughs> not, yeah. You're always welcome to come visit the classroom, but, you know, say the name and say, you know, Samantha, I, I'd like to invite you to stop in one day and, and be with us and observe for two hours. And, yeah. You know, even if you can get a little bit of time off work or whatever the situation is, but you will guaranteed gain so much by watching these mentors in action. And it'll soak into your brain and into your heart, and you gain confidence, you gain language of what to say. And that's why in my books I try to give exact words of, that you can pull out and use. But if you see them being modeled, it, it reinforces it that much more. So make direct invitations and, and get people to come in, um, not just as a co-op helper, but as some, because often they might be busy cutting up the snacks or doing something. Being a fly on the wall is such an important thing for parents to do in a trusted program. Yeah, yeah, and, and parents, don't wait till the program invites you in. If there is somebody working with your your eight-month-old that you are really impressed by, ask to go in and sit there for, for, for an hour or two in the mo- in, 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 during a day. And, uh, and I think most programs are, are going to have some flexibility to make that happen. Right. Try not if you're on the other side and someone wants to come in and observe, don't freak out and think, Oh, they're gonna be judging, judging. you and, and critical of you. They're probably there to learn and and they they admire you and they wanna see how you do it. And some programs have one way glass observation windows where you can watch without your kid knowing you're in the room. Um, if you don't have one in your program, um, maybe it's an interesting thing to consider because uh-huh. that's a huge part of parent education. Often the kids will behave differently if dad is on the premises or mom's on the premises versus how they normally would. So if there's a way you can observe without being seen, all the better. Uh, I'm just thinking about this. This... A, a version of this go someplace and learn a thing uh, for parents uh, recently happened here around the house. I didn't hear about it till after the fact, but uh, uh, son-in-law apparently has been feeling a little bit nervous about uh, the the new the new baby showing up. He he's known Rowan since she was a year year and a half old. Um, and so he doesn't have a whole lot of infant experience and um, uh Daughter sent him to a. I, I I think she didn't send him. I think they agreed to it. But she found they they were doing having a a, a daddy a new baby daddy class thing at the at the hospital. Baby's going to be born at. And he went to that, and it was it was two dudes um, doing the training, and there were two or three other dads there, and it was just an evening, and and apparently it was a a really really good event, and and so maybe. Um, one thing programs can think about is finding ways to specialize the the type of uh, of 
of experiences they're offering because not every not every topic that you have um is going to interest every parent so being able to have a wide variety of of uh of topics and offering them up in smaller bite-sized bits may attract more people as well right and doing things throughout the year because different challenges show up at you know uh, we're all set in september but then when november rolls around you know, the kid has different challenging behaviors. Uh-huh. And so um, know that the child you start with at the beginning of the year may not be the same as, as the year goes on. You can't just do one parent education. And yeah, they keep, they keep growing and changing. It's so complicated. And from the parent point of view, I know that you're busy because our family is busy and evenings are precious. However... These um, take advantage. This is a golden window of opportunity to boost up your parenting skills um, from these usually highly trained professionals who can, who've worked with young kids for maybe 20 years, and they know a lot. Uh-huh. And they can put your mind at ease on some things that you're worried about. Maybe they've seen hundreds of kids just like that. So they can put your mind at ease in some ways, and they can share things that will really help um, so I know that it's a hard thing to tear yourself away from your home and you just want yeah. to be there. Uh, but take advantage of this opportunity. You just, um, you, I go around speaking a lot, and sometimes um, a co-op preschool or some other program may host me. Um, I talk for, for the early childhood professionals as well, but they have to show up because they need to get continuing education credit. Uh-huh. So they have to show up. It's the parent crowd. that Nobody's forcing you to get a, a, a continuing education credit as a parent, but we still need them as parents. Yeah. So one thing I found is that they, um, some of the schools that really draw a crowd of two or 300 people, and they often get both the mother and the father or, or both parents or whoever's raising the child, they're able to get a lot of caregivers is they insist on it's a requirement that you go to this um, parent education night. Mm -hmm. You have to sign in. I don't know if they all have monetary fines, but it's a requirement of being part of the program. And they check off the list, and they look at it several times to make sure people are there. Everybody's there. One Um, one that you just reminded me about is is I know there are some programs that that because evenings are so busy, they try to do little bite-sized versions of of these trainings in the morning at drop-off time, um, pre-work kind of things where it's it's half an hour, and the kids are already at child care, and the parents are are in the other room with with the trainer or having the meeting with the director or whatever it is, and that way it gets taken done early in the day when when some families have a little bit more flexibility in their schedule. So, so yeah, being able to yeah, that's a great idea. Being able finding to, other times of day and yeah. that drop off time is it can be really perfect. And another time of day um, c- could be um, on a weekend, which is sometimes scary for mm-hmm. people, <laughs> yeah. but. It's not the evening, and often evenings coming home from work and and getting young children to bed and all that can be the trickiest. So if you're not getting good evening participation, um, you can do a quick little, what are they, survey monkeys and various things Uh and find out if there's a big proportion of your um, families that would prefer um, 
a quick Saturday morning or a Sunday afternoon or some other time. Yeah, yeah. So there's, I mean, if, if you're a parent listening to this and, and your program is offering offering these kinds of, of, of trainings and get-togethers, there, there's lots of value in them, and figure out how you can get involved. And if you're, you're a program that's offering this stuff and struggling with getting parents to show up, uh, maybe maybe this episode's provided you with some ideas for for uh, switching things up a little bit to get more engagement. And if you're a parent or a caregiver and you hear this episode and you got something that's a great idea that we didn't touch on, let us know on the Facebook or pop us an email or those kind of things. You know how to find us on the social media um, because then we can we can share that information with other people as well. Anything else we should uh, throw in here before we wrap up, Heather? No, just, just take advantage of each other. And, and sharing sharing good stuff to help out the kids and the families and programs. It's it's all it's all for the benefit of everybody. Yeah, parenting's hard work. You don't want to be alone. Reach out there for that uh, that that past experience and uh, and existing knowledge for with the community that surrounds you. Hey, this has been Renegade Rules. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh. Hey, you want to support all the Upstairs Studio podcasts? It's as simple as this. Use our Amazon link when you shop Amazon. We get a small percentage of what you spend. You don't pay any extra. You get your stuff from Amazon. Everybody wins. Where do you find the link? Well, it's on the Explorations Early Learning app. You can find it on the Explorations Early Learning website. And if you don't find it in those places, just get a hold of Jeff on Facebook or via email, and he'll hand-deliver it to your inbox. Thanks for your support. Bye-bye.